We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates. Post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Sunday night, Knicks. Special edition of Knicks Fan TV Live, presented by Manscaped. CP the franchise in the building. Tonight's episode, we're going to go through the schedule. The Knicks schedule has just been released. And it's, it's interesting, man. It's going to be an interesting 82-game battle for the orange and blue. So we're going to talk about it on tonight's show. Special guests. Tonight's panel, we got my guy JD Sports Talk returning. JD, how you feeling, bro? Feeling good, feeling good. Excited to talk uh, Knicks schedule, some big dates. And excited for, you know, the show here with uh, with Puma. Yes, sir. And special guest making his Knicks Fan TV debut. The owner, Art to Inc., Tattoo Studio, Uptown, Harlem World, and also one of the stars of Black Ink Crew on their ninth season on VH1. We got Paul Robinson, a.k.a. Puma. Puma, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, thanks What's for coming on. What's going on, on man? I appreciate y'all having me. You know what I mean? Diehard Nick fan here, so it's a pleasure to be on Nick's fans TV. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. A- absolutely, absolutely. So let's uh, let's get let's get into the schedule, fellas. So we're back to an 82 game schedule. 72 was last year's back to 82, and one of the first things that stuck out to me, number one, was 22 nationally televised games for the Knicks. The league is showing the Knicks love. The orange and blue is back. Put some respect on our name. 22 right. nationally televised games and seven on NBA TV. So 29, sort of. But you have the home opener on ESPN against the Celtics on the 20th. They're at Philadelphia. No, they got Philadelphia coming to the Garden. We go see Milwaukee. Bobby Portis and the, and the defending champs November 5th on ESPN. You got Knicks and Lakers at MSG on TNT, November 23rd. Knicks and Nets in Brooklyn, November 30th. That's another TNT game. Golden State, Chef Curry coming to town, maybe with Clay, December 14th on TNT. You got the Hawks game Christmas Day at as Madison Square Garden, ESPN. Boston again on January 6th, TNT. You got Chris Stops, Luka Doncic, Timmy Hardaway, and the Dallas Mavericks coming to MSG on um, on ESPN January 12th. 
You got Zion and the Pelicans coming through January 20th on TNT. Knicks again uh, playing the Milwaukee Bucks on national TV January 28th. You got John Moran and company coming through on February 2nd. That's another ESPN game. Lakers again February 5th in L.A. on ABC. Knicks and Nets at MSG on February the 16th. And then you got Miami coming through to the Garden February 25th. That's the ESPN game. A home and home against Philly. One on ABC, one on ESPN. That's on February 27th, March 2nd, respectively. And then you got uh, Knicks going to see CP3 and company in Phoenix March 4th on ESPN. March 6th, you got Knicks and, Knicks and uh, Clippers on ESPN. And then you have uh, Knicks and Nets again. ABC ESPN on March 13th and April 6th. Knicks Hawks March 22nd. That's a TNT game at MSG. And uh, yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting schedule. A um, couple other notes. As I said, the home opener is October 20th. You have the road opener October 22nd at Orlando. So the home opener is October 20th versus Boston at MSG. Then the road opener. October 22nd at Orlando, Christmas Day against the Hawks at MSG. New Year's Eve, they go to OKC, go play the Thunder on New Year's Eve. You have the typical MLK Day game, which is uh, January 17th versus the Charlotte Hornets. And so those are some of the key dates. Um, Two of the biggest things for me, fellas, is the West Coast trips. Knicks have two brutal West Coast trips on this schedule, man, and and that could be once again it, the West Coast trip to me is always the equalizer in the next season, man. And the first one they have, which is interesting, let me just pull it up here. The first West Coast trip that they have is at LA. This is February fifth, I believe. At the Lakers, at Utah. At Denver, at Golden State, at Portland. That's February 5th at the Lakers, February 7th at Utah, February 8th at Denver, the 10th at Golden State, and then the 12th at Portland. And then they finish with a seven-game road trip, which is at Philly, March 2nd, at Phoenix, March 4th, at the Clippers, March 6th, at Sacramento, March 7th, at Dallas, March 9th, at Memphis, March 11th, and then in Brooklyn on the 13th. That's heavy, man. That's a seven-game road trip. Seven-game road trip, man. Uh, JD, I'm going to start with you, bro. What were some of your thoughts on this schedule? Well, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about the uh, the schedule. Um, from a national television standpoint, the Knicks are seventh uh, highest national TV games. And you know, hey, the Knicks, you know, we talk about the Knicks being a national uh, story. Well, they're going to have an opportunity this season to have the national media talk about them because they'll see us 22 times and then seven on NBA TV. And it's an exciting um, time for this franchise. You know, when you look at also some of the other teams that have national TV games, for example, the Bulls, who had a free agent frenzy, but they only have 11. The Heat had some signings, but they're 13th with only 22. So it goes to show you that as long as the Knicks are something, you know, are relevant and they're solid, 
they're going to be one of the top teams to watch in the NBA. And out of those 29, 18 are at home. So the ratio 18 games at home on yeah. national television versus 11 on the road goes to show you the NBA also wanted a lot of these national televised games to be at Madison Square Garden. So that's something that's else um, that I'm excited about. Also, you know, we have 17 games until we play the Brooklyn Nets. When the schedule comes out, everyone has their specific teams that you look for. Immediately, you're looking for that team, whether it's yeah. the Lakers, the Hawks, the Nets, teams that you want to play. I like that we're playing, you know, the Lakers and, you know, the Nets and some of these other high market teams after we play 10 to 15 games gives us an opportunity to get acclimated, to get some chemistry going so that when we do play some of these teams and these games are anticipated, you know, we have some chemistry going and maybe we can put out a more positive result. And then the back to backs, uh, we have about not, uh, 10 games on the back to backs. And when you talk about Derrick Rose and you're talking about Kemba Walker, mm. you know, those are that's a positive um, because, you know, there's not a lot of back to backs for Tom Thibodeau to manage. And lastly, to your point about that West Coast trip and, you know, some of the tough points on the schedule. When I look at that road trip, I look at, you know, that could be an opportunity for Tom Thibodeau to expand his rotation, yeah. especially when we go on these West Coast trips. Those are going to be moments where, you know, you look at the McBrides and the Grimes and some of these other young players to hope you, hopefully help you get through those tough stretches. Because when you get to that point, you know, on the West Coast, sometimes the coach looks to manage the minutes more and get contributions from other players on the team. So, and as far as it being tough, hey, this is what we wanted, right, yeah. CP? So hey, let's play, get it. Play who you play, man. Uh, Puma, what, what was your thoughts when you saw the schedule, man? Well, one, I was excited to see all the televised games. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's good. It's, it's I can't wait. Now Charles Barkley has no choice but to talk about us. <laughs> and wait. We're going to force go. his hand. You know what I'm saying? Make him talk about us, facts, you know? Facts. But um, it's good to see us being televised again. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one. Mm -hmm. To that West Coast, man, the West Coast trips it's gonna be uh, heavy, bro. like that, that one where it's just, it's, it's the collective, you yeah, know what I'm saying, yeah. of the elite. So Facts. I, I want to see what we do, but to piggyback what he said, also to see the camaraderie with the team, because we have a lot of new players, a lot of good rookies, and they need to gel, you know, the West Coast trips, they usually help bring the team together, you know what I mean? That's the main thing is to make sure we can, you know, gel and yeah. flow together, because we do got a lot of new signings. A lot of young rookies, and we got to make sure it all flows. You know what I mean? True. Like everybody's very confident, but we still got to make sure it flows right. True indeed, true indeed. And so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CPJD Puma in the building going through this next schedule. And, and like you said, JD, I mean, you know, look, you, you can't overlook any of these opponents, right? But just looking at the start of the schedule, you know, home against Boston, then you have a back-to-back -back against Orlando. Obviously, Philly's going to be tough. Then you're in Chicago, at New Orleans, home against Toronto, at Indiana, at the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and then home against the Cavs. I mean, those those first 10 games, you know, I, I think we, we should be able to get off to a good start. I, I can't say it'll be 8-2, and two, but I think it... it you we know, should be 500. We should be a, a, a we good, should be 500 yeah, at we should. least. We should. At, at the least, minimum at 500. The minimum. Exactly. At, at the, the minimum, minimum 500. So, at least, you know, we have a chance to start, sh you know, shoot out the gates fairly well.
But um, again, I, I think you know those those West Coast trips are going to always be dangerous for us, especially the one late in March where it's a seven game road trip because that includes at Philadelphia as well. And to and we still don't know what Philly, Brooklyn. so we, we don't, let's not be too confident about Philly because we don't know. No, nobody knows what's going to happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We you, we really don't know. I, we don't I'm, know. I'm counting Simmons be there, if they're going I, I feel know. like I feel like Simmons will st- start there at the very least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and with Simmons in a healthy Embiid, you know, at the regular season, well, they, they're going to be a tough team, right? We, we, at, we at least yeah. know that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. so that's going to be interesting there. And then another part of the schedule that could be interesting is uh, you know I always I went back to um, tiebreakers last year we always talked about the tiebreakers and how yeah. you know getting swept by the heat really hurt us and uh you know those games against charlotte those games against atlanta like those games mattered you know sweeping the hawks mattered in terms of us getting that fourth seed mm-hmm. and so you know at the end of the season you're looking at at the end of march you're we're home against atlanta at charlotte at miami detroit is a wash then you have versus chicago versus charlotte cleveland should be a wash Orlando should be a wash, and you have Brooklyn, and then at Washington, and then finish in Toronto. So that closeout of the month, you know, closing off uh, March, going into April, those could be some games that, uh, you know, could determine our, our playoff fate. So you got to factor in the tiebreakers against those teams who we're, we're going to be in the in the hunt against, the Atlantas, the Chicagos, um, mm-hmm. um, Charlotte. You know, I think Charlotte has improved as well. So I think yeah. that that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and and like you mentioned, um, as you broke down the different parts of the schedule and how we should be looking at it, you know, Jonathan Macri, shout out to to Jonathan Macri, Mm -hmm. had mentioned, um, I saw that he mentioned that, you know, out of the first 19, 11 are um, at home and 12 of the first 17 are against non-playoff teams. Mm And, and we play Orlando, Houston, and Cleveland five times in the first 16 games. So when you start to break the, you know, one of the first things that I think about is, like you mentioned, that first, you know, 10 to 15 game stretch. When you look at some of these teams and then you look ahead into the West Coast trip and, you know, the other difficult parts. I'm sorry, CP, but, you know, there's a little bit of expectations with me, at least, for us to get off to a good start. Like we have to take advantage of you know, um, that stretch to be able to create some early separation so that when we get to these tough stretches of the schedule, we have enough wiggle room to where if we can go, you know, we go on a two or three game losing streak, it doesn't hurt us as much in the standing. So me personally, you know, two things I always look at when the schedule comes out as a whole is the first uh, 10 to 15 games and the last 10 to 15 games, because as you know, you want to get off to a good start, and then if you're in the hunt, you want to finish strong and you're looking at, you know, possibly what teams you're playing to finish the season. So to me, when you set eight and two, hey, you know, if we go 500 to me, I don't know if that's what I expect. At least a few games over 500 is what I would like to start the season. So, J.D., your, your, your expectations are, are through the roof, man. What oh. I mean, when, when you're looking at this schedule, uh, did we did we do record prediction? What, what's your record prediction here, based on on this early early schedule release? <laughs> you know, last time we were uh, we they they pressed us uh, the caller. Uh, I said forty nine, and today I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fifty one. Ooh, go two, go my man's more. feeling spicy tonight, Puma. 
He, he, he's feeling good right now, man. The confidence hey, is very high. Yeah. Yes. I mean, listen, I, I, I just think that, you know, if we're going to continue to project, you know, and Tom Thibodeau was able to do that job with last year's roster, and I think we can all agree that if healthy, this team has improved dramatically. Um, and the also the, the the reason, and it could surprise many, and I know, you know, people look at it from a grand scheme of things and they want to compare us to the other elites. But we have to put into perspective that some of these other teams, like the Miami Heat, for example, the Los Angeles Lakers, although they are not in the East, but there's a lot of these veteran teams that once they are in the playoffs, you know, teams look to rest some of these players. So to me, Tom Thibodeau is going to play every game to win. Whereas you're, you're yeah. going to see some, you know, even the Sixers, you're going to see the heat with Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. Like these guys are getting up there. You know, these teams are more interested in just getting to the playoffs and then we figure it out then. Whereas Tom Thibodeau has proven he doesn't think that way. He coaches every single game to win. So I think we'll be able to steal a few games while other teams are worrying about load management. The only player on this team that we're, we should be worried about load managing is Kemba Walker. And I personally believe that he's going to play a lot if he's healthy. I think Thibodeau will play him more than what people are projecting. I hear a lot of 22 to 24 minutes. I think he's going to get close to 28 to 30 if he's healthy. So that's how I'm looking at it. I'm putting a little perspective to it. And again, you got a strong draft. So we think, let's see what happened in free uh, in preseason. And Julius Randle, you know, another year into this system. And I mean, we keep talking about nobody wants to trade RJ. Everybody loves RJ. And I'm looking at it like this is year three. Let's go, RJ. You know, lead us to more wins. So I'm looking at everything and I'm looking at a step up from that. And to me, that's going to lead to 50 to 51 wins. Puma, how you feeling, man? What's your record? I'm not going to lie. I was I was leaning more towards like 45, 48. OK, but I'm, but what he just said, it, I sold you, Puma. <laughs> you sold me for the 50 because, yo, man, those those tips those Tibbs moments, you know what I'm saying? The defense in them fourth quarters where, you know, teams are just like, ah, let's rest yeah, and chill. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you know, we catch that little, you know, mean those, those sneaky wins. Yeah. So maybe a 50 can come, you know, but I just want to see what we do once it comes to seeding. Cause the East coast has definitely got a little bit tougher this yeah, year, yeah. you know? So There's I want to see a lot of parity, man. I, I, like, I don't even want to say record. I want to see where we're seated at. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want that's where I want to see. Are we going to be fourth again? Can we go between fourth and five? Can we go to three? Are we that good? Three? Can we hit that? I would like to see us hit three. See if three is attainable. I think that all depends on Philly, right? Because I, you you know yeah. Milwaukee will be there. All if, if we're saying, if we count everybody's being healthy. We know the Nets will be at the top. We know Milwaukee will be in the mix. I would have to think that Atlanta will be there. Hang on, let me uh, char- pluck my charger in before this whole thing goes south. Give me one second here. <laughs> Got to figure Atlanta will be there. And okay. And the Bulls. We're, yeah, I, th- I got to figure Miami will be there um, ahead of Chicago. I just think Miami's a lot deeper. I don't like the Bulls' depth. I don't think they have much bench depth. But, the, you know, their starting five is, is pretty decent. 
Uh, and then there's, you know, there's some sneaky points in, even in the beginning of the schedule. You know, you have, um, you have November 23rd versus the Lakers versus Phoenix at Atlanta at Brooklyn. You know, that's a four-game sketch. That's a four-game stretch right there. That's tough. And that could go either way. That, that could go, go either way. That could go two and two, zero oh and four, or maybe four and zero. Oh. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I, yeah. Either way. I, I would love to see it, man. I would definitely love to see it. I'll go. You know, last year I sold them short, and I went. Uh, I won twenty six wins in a seventy two yeah, Optimistic games. CP. <laughs> uh, I'll go optimistic this year, even though. You know, when it comes to the Knicks and the Giants, when you go into the season with no expectations, it turns out better than you thought. But nice, but nice. Uh, I'll go for the sake of, of no tomatoes in the chat, J.D. You know what I'm saying? We don't want the tomatoes in the chat tonight. Not to, nope. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with, I think I said 47 last show, 46, 47. I'll go with a five-game mm-hmm. improvement over an 82-game season. I'll go, Yeah. I'll, I'll go 47. I'll, I'll, I'll go 47. I was, le- I was leaning towards that 48, yeah. but I got sold. He sold uh, me <laughs> for the 50. I got sold on right. the 50. And, 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 and if there's is any chance, and you know it, it goes on with my expectations, if there's any chance for my prediction to come true, it has to be a big part of that has to be the start of the season. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's a soft part of their schedule. They have to get off strong. Um, potentially, like you know, you know, you mentioned go seven and three or mm-hmm. eight and two for the first 10 and create that separation. And I just think that, you know, um, when you look at some of the other teams that they're going against, you know, w- as Puma mentioned, you know, I'm looking at what's going to happen with the Sixers with Ben Simmons. You know, I just believe that when the reports have come out that, you know, he is not answering phone calls and he wants out like everybody know he wants out and they still haven't made a deal it just could be that either maury who you and i know is very savvy is waiting for a dame lillard type move Mm -hmm. or they're just not going to be able to get the value for him that they expect and so that is going to be a big reason for the knicks because i just think and knock on wood i wouldn't want mb to get hurt but he is injury prone and if he gets hurt, that's an opportunity for the Knicks. You look at that Miami Heat team, they're a little older. Any of, you know, So injuries, a lot of these things will play into effect. And I just think that the Knicks with this draft and the depth and just the coach, the way that he coaches every single game. How many times did we had these debates last year about you know, the way that he managed minutes? Yeah. And maybe now he's going to rest Rose. And maybe now he's going to go to Kevin Knox to give this guy a break. And he never did. He stuck consistent. So he rotations. And, and CP, why would he change this year? No, he has more expectations this year. If anything, he could have handled that last year. Yeah. But this year, with the new additions, he has more expectations. So I just think he's going to ramp it up, and he's going <laughs> to definitely play every game to win. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I agree with you, hundred percent, man. He's like I have in. a random. I have a yeah, random ahead, prediction. Yeah, bro. I have a random prediction. Mm-hmm. I think that Philly will trade Ben Simmons. I think that that Andre Drummond signing wasn't for him to play on Philly. I think mm-hmm. they're going to package him and Andre Drummond up somewhere. I would not be surprised if it's Sacramento for DeAndre Fox. So, oh, for De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. Okay. De'Andre, okay. De'Andre Fox. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I feel like Fox wants out. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think that Fox wants to be yeah. there either. And I don't, I, I don't, I think everybody's so focused on Dame that they're forgetting about Fox. True. No, they, you're like right. Halliburton is there. All these people are there. They have so many point guards in Sacramento. There's no reason for Fox to be there. No and more. they just drafted Mitchell. And that's why I was kind of confused. And he had a great summer league. He had a great uh, summer a league. great summer league. He had a great summer league. So, yeah, I think Sacramento is going to be in play. I think the Dame thing will, will certainly be in play because I feel like that's the only logical star-for-star star trade where Dame yeah. can still compete. It's got to be Ben. It's got to be Ben Simmons and yeah. Andre Drummond because yeah. Ben Simmons for Dame is not equal. Yeah. Well, no, it's I mean j- just like as as the as a framework for for the package. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. a framework, because I just feel like of all the teams that would be in in contention, Golden State already said they're not going to blow it up for Dame to bring him home. Yeah. So I just feel like Philly is. Uh, is is a realistic option, but they did say Sacramento was uh, was was an yeah, option but, as well. I, and I really want to see what Clay Thompson comes back yeah. as. I'm yeah, that's like the, the that's one of the big besides the Knicks. I really want to see what Clay Thompson comes back as. Yeah, that's like one too. of the my things for this league, like this season. I want to see what happens with Clay Thompson. So one of my favorite nah Knicks is Clay. Yeah, Dame I is, is see, number like one. If he comes back to thirty eight in one quarter, Clay. Yeah, yeah I think the NBA got <laughs> yeah. a problem. Yeah, Clay Clay's my guy, man, hundred percent. So I think they're saying he could. Uh, they're looking to bring him back by Christmas. So we'll, we'll see how that goes down. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP JD Sports Talk in here and Puma in the building. Black Ink Crew of VH1 Season Nine going strong. So everybody, hit that thumbs up button, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. We are in here heavy. All right, let's go to the phone. See what the people got to say tonight. Let's go to uh, D from North Carolina. D, how you feeling? Doing good. What's good, CP? What's good, JD? Good. How you feeling, bro? Doing good. Uh, I feel like, like with our with our record, mm-hmm. I think we have, like you said, with the injuries. It's going to, that comes into play, but I also feel another thing that's going to come into play for our benefit is all the teams that have new coaches. So, you know, that that's, you know, they're going to have to learn the coaches and, and that, that might affect, you know, the games that we were able to pick up because of that. So, you know, you have Indiana, you got Orlando, you got Boston, they all have new coaches in the East. So that'll help us. And, as far as the televised games, Adam Silver was just as happy as we were that the Knicks are relevant again because yeah. that's money for them. Oh, of course, of course. You know, of course. You know New York is the third most populated state with only one basketball team because the Nets don't count. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. Pretty appreciate the call, D, and uh, be safe out there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think all of the Knicks-Nets games are national TV. I believe all yep, the Knicks, they are. Nets games they are. on national TV. You got both Knicks and Lakers games on national TV. So uh, we back. You see that energy in Madison Square Garden, man. Like, it's nothing like MSG. Nothing like it, bro. Nothing like it, man. Damn beat it. Yeah, absolutely. Puma, Puma, did you make it to um to the Hawks series game game one yes. or two? I went to I went to every game. Even in Atlanta, except game four. That's the only one I didn't wow. go. Uh, yeah, I went to I went three to and game. four. I didn't go to five. By the time I got to five. Yeah, I, I went to five. Uh, yeah, I was burnt. I, I was burnt, bro. I, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, what? I didn't go to game three in Atlanta. I went to game four in Atlanta and then mm. game five. Mm. Yeah, then I got hurt. Mm-hmm. One CP that, that, that was a rough night in New York City, man. Shout out to Lee. Like, you know, the, every, the cops making sure we were all all right. Yeah. It was... 
It was a bad night out there. Oh, you know what I'm man. saying? It was, it was pandemonium, <laughs> man. Night. It was pandemonium, bro. Yeah. One CP knew who was the better team. He was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yo. <laughs> but, but you know what was really cool is when I went to Atlanta to see how many Nick fans were in Atlanta. Yeah, we were in I heavy, felt bro. like I saw more Nick fans than I saw Hawk fans yeah. legit out there, bro. There was like really a lot of Nick fans in mm-hmm. Atlanta. It was really cool. Yo, one hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. We we were out there heavy, man. And um, yeah, yeah. It was it was just it was yeah. I didn't get into your party. The line was so stupid. Yo, it was thick. <laughs> the line it was your thick. Party was I, I, I had it jumping in the A, man. Yeah, you had it jumping. I'm not gonna even lie. The line was retarded. It was going <laughs> yeah. around the block. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It it was yeah. crazy. Wow. So uh, we'll, we'll I have seen to it. do. I saw it. Yeah, we're gonna have to do another another road trip, man. I, right now, I got my eyes on Miami, March 25th. That's a Friday. So that's that's what I'm looking okay. at, Pooh. We yeah, might listen, have to go out there and holler at your boy, uh, yeah. boy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always down. Yeah, I'm down for the get down. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to go out there and turn up, JD man. Yeah. We're turning into a yeah. weekend. You know, do a little yeah, CP Palooza. Hopefully, we kick it off with a win on on the Friday, and right. and then uh, and then turn up in 305. We'll turn it up. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. I'm down for that. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we'll definitely looking into a couple role games for sure. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out about mm-hmm. the national TV game is, you know a lot of the theme last year was about the culture and on the national media scale, a lot of people were talking about, you know, are the Knicks now a destination for other stars, Mm -hmm. whether it's a disgruntled star or a player that's going to be up in a few years, like a Zion or whoever you want to mention and them being in a national stage as many times as they're going to be, you know, next season, this is also an opportunity for the organization to get some wins on national TV, to perform well, to have another good season and build on this season and become, you know, and actually stamp that where now we're on national TV and now there's no disputing anything. We have something good going and it's not going to be no more Knicks for clicks. It's actually going to be a situation now where we have leverage and we decide what player we want to pursue instead of begging or praying for certain players to become available. So that's another opportunity for this organization this front office and this staff to build on this season and continue to show the world that this is something that's, you know, Seriously. in the upscale. It's real, real deal. Big shout out to Leon Rose, man. He's yes, been sir. working, baby. World Wide West, Leon Rose. Yes, I sir. appreciate y'all, man. A- absolutely. They've been doing baby. it, baby. They've absolutely. been doing it. Um, oh, another thing, real quick for the people in the chat before I forget, we got uh, 15 minutes left before the RJ40K giveaway list is closed. So just want to remind people, we are giving away, and Puma, if you want to sign up too, man, go ahead and sign up. We are giving away an autographed RJ Barrett basketball signed authentic, and we got this the uh, authentication certificate. This is this is authentic, real deal. No no Fulton Street knockoff. No Jamaica <laughs> Avenue foolery. This is a real deal. This is celebrating 40,000 subscribers on, on YouTube, and the list is closing at 9 p.m., people. So go to KnicksFanTV.com and sign up. And because we're gonna do, we're gonna announce the winner at about 9:10 p.m. Eastern time. All right, we're gonna announce the winner of the autographed uh, R.J. Barrett basketball at about 9:10. So make sure you guys sign up if you haven't already. 
right, we got uh, HP Carlos in the chat all the way from Portugal. Puma hell is hailing up Black Ink in the chat. So salute to my guy HP Carlos. He's been here every show, uh, no matter what time. Uh, Carlos, yeah, salute to HP Carlos. Also, my guy Lloyd Barker Rock Jr. checking in from uh, the West Coast. He says fifty-two wins. Said the Knicks are a much improved team from last season. Stop selling us short. Stop believing ESPN hype. The Knicks are back. Right. <laughs> so Lloyd's going 52. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, Lloyd. It's, it's not the Kellerman in me, man. Trust me. Trust me, man. I, I, mm-hmm. I said 47. I said 46, 47. So. I mean, I, I'm thinking about like this. This is like my whole thought process yeah. of what I've thought about it, right? Mm-hmm. Kimber Walker, Peyton. Mm-hmm. Kimber's a little bit. As long as he plays defense. Reggie Bullock, Evan Fournier. Mm-hmm. Fournier's a much better player. Yeah. So yeah. we've improved our roster. We definitely drafted great. We should get at least 50. It's 82 games. We should hit 50. We should. Uh, yeah, I think. I think <laughs> you it, see the expectations? We yeah, yo, expectations, <laughs> baby. Expectations to the roof right now, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Make that I mean, four and seed is real. IQ in Summer League, man. Come on. IQ in Summer League. Him and Toppin. They were giving me, like, I. everybody saw the rookies, but IQ and Toppin. Yeah. They were giving me, I'm, I'm believing in our bench. I feel like our bench is going to win us a lot of games. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. 50. Yeah, I'm going I, with the 50. I'm, I'm with you 100%, bro. I, I think, you know, the bench was, was our strength last year. I thought it was one of the best benches in the league, especially once Rose got there. And now you're having a, a second year with Rose, IQ, Burks. I love that three-headed guard monster. Now you factor mm-hmm. in OB year two. And then you're going to go, you know, hopefully you have a healthy Mitch that, that gives you Noel for rim protection. Or you put Taj in for extra offense. I, oh, I, li- I like it, rock. I like the Sims kid. I like yeah. that well, Sims kid. He's high flying. <laughs> I, like, I like Sims too. But Sim, Sims is going to be on a um, on a two-way. So I don't th- I think I think the big man rotation is, is kind of locked up right now. Where I only see Sims really getting in, you know, during injury. You know, someone gets COVID or somebody goes down because I think Taj is going to be your third string backup. Noel will be second. And then and then hopefully Mitch year four has something to say, man. You know, Mitch already put it out there on Twitter. He's trying to get defensive player of the year. So, you know, expectations, as you said, J.D., I'm, I'm hoping for a big year from the Block Nest Monster, man, because we need him. Definitely need yeah. him. Yeah, you see a lot of his, <laughs> his, his campaigning already on Twitter. He's yeah. had more than a few tweets. Um, alluding, you know, the first one was when he was giving credit to the coaching staff, working with him. Um, and then the follow-up was about, you know, aiming for defensive player of the year. He also had another tweet a day or two ago. Um, there was a thread uh, about, yeah, that was the tweet. And there was another one. So, you know, he's he's more active now. I think he realizes, um, what that indicates to me is that he's, he's realizing that, you know, this is it. Um, this is a big moment for him. It's a contract year for him mm-hmm. personally, but also for the team. Um, you know, he he he's here. He understands that the Knicks fans are it's a very knowledgeable fan base. And yeah. putting aside his contract year, just evaluating him individually, you know, he needs to step it up for for Knicks fans um this season. Um because there's been a, a lot of weight. ups and downs. Yeah. Put a little weight mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. He's a lot, he's a lot stronger. So yeah. I, I I'm excited to see him, you know. As he is a lot stronger, I'm excited to see some of these one-on-one matchups with Joel Embiid, 
with a, a Turner or Sabonis with the Pacers, you know, some of these other elite big men, um, he's going to get that assignment. So I'm excited to see how he responds to that. And, you know, he, when, when you looked at the contract that Robert Williams from the Boston Celtics got 54 million, I'm sure he was smiling and, uh, and, you know, we'll see what that, what happens. But at the end of the day, if he plays well, we'll see what happens. And, he I'm looking forward to him making the Knicks think about resigning and make it a tough decision. It's yeah. a good problem to have. True. I'm glad that we signed Noel back too, because Noel definitely put in work when he was down while Mitchell Robinson was down. Noel he came through for us many, many times. I yeah, can definitely he, give him that. Yeah, Noel Noel definitely held it down for us. And then yeah. um once the once the official contract numbers came out, I thought I thought it, they were all good. You know, when it was first announced, I was like, ah oh, man, Noel kinda overpaid. But when you figure when you figure that they have full team options on the third year of everybody's deal, they have a full team option on the fourth year of Fournier's deal. And Kemba, they didn't do it. The Kemba, they just gave him two years straight, but it's still a cheap enough deal. I just felt like overall their approach to free agency was, okay, run it back, have stability, have continuity, but also don't handcuff ourselves as it pertains to making future moves. You know, they still kept it flexible and they still kept it competitive. And so I like what they did then in the offseason for sure. Sure. So no, we did good. We did good. Yep. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on feed boys. I want to shout out Weasel the Misfit for the super chat. He says, CP, keep Phoenix on your radar for the road games. Nick's out here in March, my B-Day weekend. Shout out my guy Weasel. Yeah, I heard. I don't know, Puma, I don't know if you if you uh if you partied out in Phoenix or you've been out in Phoenix. I actually, before. I just did actually recently. It was yeah. hotter than tomorrow, but I had a good time. <laughs> it was hot. Oh, baby, it was hot out yeah, there, though. I, I could imagine, man. Valley of the sub, but yeah, no, nah, I heard. I heard Phoenix turns up. I don't know. I don't know if it's Scottsdale or whatever the case may be. Yeah, Scottsdale. That's yeah. where it's at. Scottsdale. I I, I went there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Turn up. Okay. All right. All right. So so Weasel will. Uh, we might have to make that happen. My guy Eric Booker says, home open October twentieth week of my birthday. Let's go. And he says fifty one and thirty one. So Eric Booker is on the fifty one train. He says fifty one and thirty one. And a top four seed finish in the East. All right, so shout out, shout out my guy, Eric Booker, man. Shout out my guy, Eric Booker. All right, let's go back to the phones. We go. Angel from Philly. Angel, how you feeling, bro? Yo, 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 what's good, CP? How you JD, feeling, man? Puma, what's good, fellas? What's good, bro? I'm I'm good. You know, my birthday on Thursday, man, I'm getting excited. I, I feel great. You know, everybody be careful out there. You know, that virus is still out there. Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, first thing first, man, hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, man. Mm-hmm. And, um... Hey, listen, um, JD. Uh, I think I was the one that told you. You know, hey, if you're gonna go to 49 wins, man, you gotta go to 50, man. And I yep, I you were the guy. You, you were know, the one. To, yep. to get over 50 wins. <laughs> yep. But, um, Credit to you, my hey, brother. Hey, listen, guys. You know, when you when you uh, when you look at this team, the reason why I say we're gonna get 50 wins mm-hmm. is because of this, right? Now that we showed everybody that you know we brought back not only the same team, but it ain't going to be an easy game where you come to New York and you just think that you're going to get an easy one. You're going to have to earn it, right? So when you look at the schedule, I mean, we got Orlando three times in the first 15 games. you got to beat them all three times. Yeah. you got Cleveland twice, you know, early in the first, like, 20 games. you got to beat Cleveland. you got to beat teams that you're supposed to beat. Obviously, with just having Kimball Walker, we're not going to be having – you know, all these games where we're down double digits and then the bench brings us back into the game, you know. So I think what happened to Kimba Walker, it just changes everything. 
you know, even if it's just, you know, him playing 50, 60, 70 games, you know, it's just going to change our team completely. And I think we're a lot deeper this year than we were last year. We, the way For that sure. we drafted, we drafted really well. You know, I don't think anybody expected the Knicks to draft really well, but they did, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm comfortable in saying that if uh, Kemba, you know, gets hurt or Derrick Rose has to sit up for a couple games, you could play these young guys, man. You know, they're, they're hungry. They want it. And that's what we want. You know, we got to play hard, and, you know, and obviously you're not going to win every game, but you know, this is New York, man. This is our city. I don't care what anyone says. Rest in peace, Max Kellerman, because we know you're done on ESPN first take, but Listen, man, like, I just I just feel good about this team. And, you know, obviously, it's just one day at a time. I think Obi's going to be great also. Yeah. And, you know, you just – with the team that we have, bro, I just, you know, I don't see us no, winning no less than 47 games, but I just think we're getting 50 because we're way better last year because even if you look at Chicago or Charlotte, we're better than these teams. They might have the better point guards. But we're better than these teams overall, and a lot of these teams that got, you know, had a big free agency, free agency, they haven't had a full season to play together yet. But we have that continuity, you know. And who plays defense like the Knicks? Nobody. You know, that's just how I feel. But, you know, as always, fellas, you know, thanks for taking my call, guys. I appreciate it. And, uh, and CP, man, big shout-out to you for getting Evan Fournier, you know, on the it, show as well. So definitely got to. Give you some love, man. Y'all have a good night, y'all. Peace. You too, man. Peace, Angel. Happy Peace. birthday, Peace. too. Yeah, happy birthday in advance, man. Shout nice. out to Angel. Nice. Everybody in the chat, hail up Angel for his birthday. Calls in here every day. Big, big time fan of the show, Puma. Never misses his show. Word. So shout out, shout out to Angel for sure, man. Yeah, yeah he has some good points, up. too, man. Yeah. I felt him. Yeah. Word. Absolutely. Marky B in the chat. Yes, this is live. We are live. What's going on? So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. CPJD Puma here in the building uh, talking about this next schedule. Couple other um, random notes, news and notes. A couple other signings to the roster that the Knicks made official. They signed um, Amir Sims off the summer league team. So Amir Sims will um, he gets a exhibit 10 contract. And what the Exhibit 10 contract essentially means is that uh, if he doesn't make the team out of training camp, it basically guarantees him a spot on the G League team, and he'll make a, a league minimum. I forgot what that number was, but I think ultimately his, his final destination will be with Westchester. They also signed MJ Walker, uh, J.D., uh, who, who played a little bit in, in summer league, played, played more than Sims and, and played fairly well, especially on the defensive end. MJ Walker out of Florida State. He'll get a deal, and I believe it'll be the similar Exhibit 10, and he'll end up in Westchester as well. And then Dwayne Bacon's contract was announced. Dwayne Bacon's is a non-guaranteed contract. So we were wondering what the, what the case was going to be with him, whether it was going to be guaranteed and that they were going to make additional roster moves. But Bacon's contract is non-guaranteed, so it's a training camp uh, uh, invite, basically, and, and we'll see where it goes. So I think he'll be... On a, on a long stretch, on a long haul to make the team, you know, to the point where they'll be have to, you know, force to make any cuts. But ultimately... Probably another Kid Gilchrist type thing where right, we signed right. him and people thought thought one thing because of the Kentucky thing and then it yeah. was just uh, an invite. Yeah, just, just an invite. So uh, we'll see there, but they, they're able to bring 20 players in all, in total, to training camp. And training camp starts September 28th, so... We we almost a month away, fellas. Before we kick this thing right back up, almost a month away, man. So that'll be interesting. Um, 
Puma, your thoughts on just just the way the offseason went, man, between the draft picks, free agency, getting Kemba, getting Fournier, keeping some of the guys, Rose, Burks, Noel. How do you feel about it as a Knicks uh, fan? How do you I, feel how the, the offseason went? I mean, you know, you, you saw all the, the big signings. And, you know, of course, as a Knicks fan, we sit back and we wait. Um, I was a little on the fence with the Evan Fournier. And then I watched Olympic basketball. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, he gave me a lot more confidence. I, his Boston, when he got to Boston, it was horrible. But then I also remember he had COVID. Yeah, so that's right. That's right. That, that, you know what I mean? That, you know, that definitely throws you off fatigue-wise and everything. But then watching him in USA basketball with France, he was killing it. You know what I mean? Playing great defense, a good hustle. So it gave me a lot of confidence for him coming into the season. I'm... Kemba has to play defense. That's what I'm mainly <laughs> hoping with Kemba. Uh, you know what I mean? I know once MSG lights come on, he's going to do what he does offensively. Defensively, I'm worried, but I like the signing. I love it, honestly. Bought my boy from the Bronx back. I like our drafting. I like the way we were looking at Summer League. I'm feeling very confident in OB topping. I think that OB is going to surprise everybody in year two. I think he may make a bigger jump than RJ did. Yeah, and I'm saying it now. I think OB is going to do something that we're going to be very surprised. You know, like yeah. I think that he's going to he's going to come through this year. I have a feeling. I know he has to wait behind Julius Randle, but I feel like he's going to really help the bench a lot, and it's going to be really surprising. Yeah, I think Obi he will. Top. Remember me saying it. I, I think he will. I think Obi will will take a step. The summer league, all first team, first team on summer league. Shout out to Obi. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, during summer league, it was just good to see him get out there, get his confidence back. You know, show off uh, an arsenal of moves. Uh, whether it was back to the basket, you saw him being effective in the post. You saw him in the face up game attacking. You saw the three ball was a lot better, a lot more accurate, especially in the summer league. So it's just good to see him carry that forward into training camp. But I, I do have one question though. Like, mm-hmm. all right, so if if RJ does not, you know, improve, <laughs> what do we do? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like. We're kind of holding on to him for, you know, the Zion thing. But what do we do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. I, I love mean, you, RJ. Like, I, I, I love you. But there's got to be just another, when you see these Jabba Rants and these Lucas and everybody yeah. and they're making that other jump, we're waiting for yeah. him. And we want to know what happens. And if he doesn't, then what do we do? I mean, look, I, I think in two years, we've seen a, a big jump. From the rookie year to sophomore year, we saw a jump in um, three-point shooting. Obviously, was was off the charts, and and it's free throw shooting as well. He's just got to continue to work on his game. You know, I, he just has to continue to work on his game. There's, the the one thing for sure is that uh, he's a workhorse, and you know, look, 17 points per game. Uh, th- what was he at? 17 and six, 17 and seven. He's a plus defender. I think he brings a lot to this team as a role player right now. Yes, we want him to take that next level, right? We want him to get to that star, borderline, all-star level. And I think there's still room to grow, right? I mean, RJ's he's only 20, right? 20 years old, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or 21. So, so I think, 21. 21. So I think RJ still has time. You just hope that he doesn't take any type of regression. Like, does the shooting numbers come back a little bit this year? Maybe, but I just want to see, most importantly, I want to see 
how does his game evolve? Like, can he shoot off the dribble a little bit? You know, that was one. Of, that was the one area of his game that that was mm-hmm. quite deficient. Can he finish a bit better at the rim? We know how finish strong he the, is. We yeah. know he can get to the rim at will. Can he finish better? Can he finish with a bit more touch in the mid range? You know, those are the things I'm really going to be looking for out of RJ to see if okay, if he gets those adds those to the arsenal, then he can go from 17 to say 21. 22. You know, 22. now now we're talking. And, and, and he talking. keeps that 75% at the free throw line. Now we're talking. We're, we're getting there. So I, I, I think he could get it, man. I, I'm I'm confident. I'm optimistic about RJ year three. I know JD is as well, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. What I'm looking at is, you know, I know a lot of fans are, you know, it, it just depends on how you project what year three is going to mean. Like, what, what how, how are we going to evaluate the quote unquote jump? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean if he goes, you know, from 17 to 21, that's the jump? What if he stays at 17 and, like you mentioned, his percentages dip a little bit because he shot 40% from three? That's, that's like what the Kyle Corvers and like these other guys that get a lot of praise, like, that's the percentage that these guys shoot. You know, I know he only shot four attempts as compared to some of these other, but it's, he's RJ was a guy that, you know, shot 32% from three his rookie year. A lot of people thought it would take him more than than year two mm-hmm. to, you know, to make those improvements from an efficiency standpoint. So he's already there. We're hoping that he can, you know, build off that. But what if CP, he stays around 17, but he gets better defensively? Like, what if he's taking these defensive assignments? We don't yeah. have Reggie Bullock anymore. That's right. And we That's haven't. Right. We didn't add Trey Murphy. So who is our wing defender? That's right. going to be RJ. So what if with Kemba here and Randall here, right, you have more scoring. And Fournier. And Fournier. You can't, Fournier. can't forget that. I, I think those guys may take away touches from him again this year. Right. So when you start to really break it down, you got, you know, you can make a case that RJ's the fourth option. Yeah. Because you're going to go what? Randall, Kemba, Fournier is going to shoot them he's, threes. He's going to shoot and handle and handle. And, and, and handle. Yeah. And then once once Tib- Tibbs goes to the bench, quickly got the green light. Yeah. And then Rose. Right. Rose is going to be aggressive. So to me, the way that I'm projecting his jump is defensively, is him maintaining his shooting efficiency, and also him showing that he can finish games. Mm. He had a great season last year, but you remember, CP, there were moments in the season where Thibodeau didn't go to him in yeah. the fourth. He didn't trust you the On your post-game show, yeah. you know, we were wondering what was going on. So if he can do that, if he can provide, if he can prove that he can finish games, mm-hmm. he can elevate defensively, and he can continue to hit the open shot, to me, that's a great season. Yes, I want him to be a superstar, and I want him to be all that, but I'm just also looking at the other options that the team has right now. And I don't know that he's going to jump a Kemba and be the number two option on this team. If Kemba's healthy, Kemba is he's more gonna dominate. He's going to dominate the ball. He's going to dominate and the ball. Kemba, yeah. this is his homecoming. Yeah, so Kemba, and and, here, and, the, and the last point I want to make is, again, with the national televised schedule, the Knicks have an opportunity here to, to, to potentially get two All-Stars in the All-Star game. Because we're going to be on national TV more. So let's say a Kemba or, you know, even RJ, if he elevates to a Fournier, like there's going to be an opportunity for someone in addition to Randall, if we're winning, 
And if we're playing well on the national tele uh, on these national TV games, for another Nick to potentially make the All Star. I mean, hey, if I'm projecting 50 wins, that means that somebody else after Randall will be playing at an All Star level. Yeah. So, yeah, that I I'm tempering a little bit of expectation. I'm just putting perspective in what that quote unquote jump means, and for me, that's what it means. True indeed. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Climbing up to 1,000 in the chat. CP, JD, the Sports Talk in here, and Puma in here, Black Ink Crew, salute. If you guys are new in the chat, type in hashtag new in the chat, and uh, we'll shout you guys out. Just wrapping on the on the season schedule, and uh, yeah, man, just, just getting it in. Let's go to the West Coast here for my guy Abdul in the building. Abdul, how you feeling, man? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yo, feeling good, my brother. Hope you guys can hear me, man. First and foremost, major shout-out to every single last one of you guys. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up for the squad. Um, I do have a few yes, points, sir. man. Um, I had to sneak into the office. The kids um, outside wanted me to play the kickball, <laughs> but I'm listening to Knicks Fan TV. That's first and foremost. <laughs> um, so first couple of points I have, man. I'm, I'm fired up, man. Super excited to have Kimba back, right? Mm. So we already know what Kimba is. Uh, I'm just excited for him just to step into that garden role and really just be the guard that he's always been throughout the season. I think that's going to be a, a big step for us moving forward. We know his defense is not going to be 100% top-notch, but we have to be grateful that we have more excitement coming into the garden. Right, so that's one. Uh, me, for RJ, um, I'm excited to see his jump, right, just coming off the board scoring. I want to see him do more of that this season, right, because now we have an additional guard who can deliver the ball to him. Mm -hmm. But let's just see where he's going to be as far as moving around the court. Right. Finishing that jump shot, right, continuing on that three-point shot that he had. Um, when it comes to Obi, just playing with the confidence that he had in the summer league, but then also coming off of the playoffs last season, right? 
He's only going to probably get so much minutes, but I definitely would love to see his defense improve a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think Tibbs will trust in him a little bit more if that defense can get together. Um, quickly, that's being efficient, right? We know what it is coming off the bench. Just have smart shot, shot selections. We talked about put that pull-up jump shot and not always reverting back to the pull-up, right, that mm-hmm. little floater. Um, if he can get that jump shot like um, – majority of the guards in the league, that will take his game to another level, but then also have more of an offensive threat when passing it to other people on the team. Um, Mitch, I'm excited for Mitch. I've been watching him on Twitter. Um, and he's putting on weight, which is tremendous, right? But that weight's not going to mean nothing if you're not healthy for it. Yeah. So that's going to be a big factor for us, Mitch being healthy, right? That's going to be a lot of trouble. Our defense, we're just going to have to continue to improve on that. And then last one, CP, I'm, I've been looking for it, but any word on Quentin Grimes? Like, did he get signed? Did we give him a contract? Or how does that work? Like, any word on him? I haven't seen anything official on Grimes. I know McBride signed his deal, but McBride, I mean, Grimes should be fine. He, he should be signed up and ready to go before camp starts. There's normally not an issue with, with the first-round picks. Um, so that's, that should be, you know, that, that should be locked away uh, fairly soon. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was worried about it. I was looking around, like, I know he kind of picked it up towards the end. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of him, man. You know, Me too. you can tell Me what too. he's going to be for us. And, um, but I'm, I'm guessing the more they wait, the more he gets to prove that he's going to earn that. But, yeah, man, I appreciate you guys once again, man, always uh, holding it down for Hear Us on the West Coast, just being able to have um, this family, right, that we have online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard somebody say something about the Phoenix game, so I already circled a few games. I'm here in California, so Phoenix is a little bit closer. So I'll be out there representing I'll have my Knicks fan TV hat on going hard. Let's go. Let's you go. Guys appreciate it. Abdul, appreciate you, man. Checking in from uh, San Diego. Appreciate that. Yeah, Puma, what you, what you think about uh, McBride and Grimes, man? Did you get a chance to man. catch some elite? Yeah, of course. I was I was on it. Uh, Let's go. McBride, man. McBride. McBride surprised me, man. Even, like, I was expecting – that much of like that energy, you know. What I mean, the bunnies, he got some hops too. <laughs> yeah, he got some fact. bunnies that's on him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was surprised. And then Grimes shooting, Grimes is a little a sharpshooter, real low key, you know what I mean? We got mm-hmm. a little, we got somebody that got that that shot, man. He was definitely coming off with them threes in the summer league. So, I I like it, man. I, I like what we got, man. I, I feel really confident about what we, we're doing, man. Like I said, Leon Rose, Worldwide West, shout them out, man. We got to give them much more love than we, we have been. True. They have, man, I've been through some horrible Nick drafts, man. <laughs> yeah, horrible. That's a fact. The PTSD is so, real, right? Good. The PTSD is real, man. Oh, so real. So real. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good. It feels good, man. Yeah, you know, the, the thing with them, and even though it's just only summer league, um, the kids just seem like they're just very cerebral, you know, just very much in tune with what's going on, the speed of the game, um, just playing very much within themselves, not trying to force things, not trying to create highlight reels, just, you know, playing within their game, playing their game, the, the game that they right. know how and playing to their strengths. And, and you know, again, it starts with defense. Both of them tenacious defenders, at least from what they showed. Especially um, McBride. Ooh, yeah. McBride was, especially McBride. McBride was playing that defense, yeah. boy. Especially McBride. Es- I like, especially I, McBride. I really like McBride. Yeah, absolutely. And then with Grimes, man, the three-point shooting, just uh, he, he just went crazy last three games. He, he just went yeah. absolutely bananas with the three-point shooting. And so, um, you know, that was very encouraging. 
And, and then McBride started showing flash in the three ball quite heavily last couple of games as well. So mm-hmm. it's very encouraged, man. Very encouraged by our rookies and, and, and IQs and IQs leadership also, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like IQ was the leader of that summer league team. You know what I'm saying? And you've mm-hmm. seen it and he he held on to it. And then also seeing Tibbs and IQ's relationship after the game. Right. Each game you saw Tibbs run up on First IQ thing. First just, thing. This talk. First thing, and just talk his head off. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, IQ is going to be special, man. It's going to be good. Yeah, absolutely, man. Look, Pre- preseason is going to be preseason is going to be fun, CP. It's going to yeah, it's going to be, be a fun good time. because the depth of this team. You know, every preseason game is going to be something to look forward to. And one of the things about these two young players is that you know they connect with the coach. You know, in terms mm-hmm. of what their strengths are: gritty defenders, energy. Um, intelligent high IQ players and when you look at a coach like Tom Thibodeau as you know we all know in a long 82 game season there's going to be moments where you know whether it's a back-to-back or whether it's that west coast trip that we talked about whether it's an injury you know Tibbs is going to look down the bench and he's going to see two rookies that he is not going to be afraid to to throw out there whereas last season he's looking down the bench and he's looking at Kevin Knox he didn't have trust in him he's looking at Frank he didn't have trust in him you know, and, mm-hmm. and these guys are rookies, and I think he will grow to have more trust in them. Now, these rookies do have to now build on this summer league and duplicate that in the preseason because yeah. this is a phases thing. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a football term where you talk about mini camp, training camp, preseason. we got summer league. Now we have, you know, uh, training camp and preseason. They're going to have to duplicate this, and if they do, then that's going to validate this summer and they're going to make some noise for minutes. Yeah, true story. I mean, and even before preseason, it's going to start in training camp and practice. You know, I think yeah. that's that's what kept Frank back. Uh, just just not showing and, you know, proving to be effective in, in practice. I think Kevin Knox, same way. What, what happened with Frank? Is Frank just going out the league? Did anybody pick him up? He right now is a free agent, man. So <laughs> ain't nobody really knocking and, down and Frank's door right now. still have Knox on our roster, correct? Kevin's still there. I think, I think the Kentucky connection will keep Kev alive. Will he get playing time? I think it's just, it'll only be injury, unfortunately. I don't see Kev's game taking a jump where Tibbs is like, all right, I'm going to play him over. Like, he, yo, he's not having flashes. Like, he would have flashes. Always, always. Uh, and then disappear. Yeah. Disappear. Kev's, oh, Kev's my guy, man. I, I, I refuse yeah, man, to give I, I, I want to see Kev win, but. Yeah. I want to. I want to see Kev win, but I, I don't. I don't think it's going to be here. But you never know. You never it could be a similar situation mm-hmm. with Frank, where you know there's no market for him, and then they end up, you know, having him going to unrestricted free agency and, and bringing him back. So you, you just never know. You never know. Uh, let's shout out some people in the chat. Shout out my guy Johnny Win. He's team hashtag new Johnny Win. What's going on? Who else we got in here? Thomas Jenkins Jr. Allen C. Team hashtag new. Welcome to the show. We got CPJD and Puma in the building talking Nick's schedule and just overall offseason and expectations. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that subscribe button. We're going to announce the RJ winner shortly. Let's take another call. Let's go down to San Antonio. Let's go to the Alamo. Chris, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? What's good, Chris? How you been, bro? Man, I'm hanging out. I'm excited for the season. Yeah. You guys are talking about 50 wins, and I'm right there with you. Like, I guess there's only up to go, so we can't look down anymore. But I was interested in, uh, I guess it's like a two-part question. You guys kind of touched on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to focus on the young guys when I call in, right? So I'm thinking, uh, kind of like JD said, the only jump to be made is on defense in my mind. Like, 
we replace, uh, I guess, <laughs> we replace Peyton and we replace, I mean, Austin Rivers, really. We replace Dennis Smith. We replace a mm-hmm. lot of guys who don't we didn't need, obviously, and we replace them with a lot more talent. But uh, I guess possibly we fell off a little bit in our defense besides the fact we have a defensive coach and we have those bigs. But I'm wondering outside of Randall, who I think is like extremely underrated yeah. on defense, on the perimeter and in the post, uh, and, and the other bigs that we have, who's the, the perimeter guy that we're going to now? Because J.D. mentioned RJ, RJ, and I think that it has to be true. But, yeah, right, but it has to be RJ. And then, be so RJ. I'm thinking that for OB not to get 40 minutes, or I mean not OB, Randall not to get 44 minutes a game, OB has to step up a lot on defense as well, right? So I'm wondering between, uh, I guess I see how the draft panned out now where they picked Grimes and McBride because those guys are going to, provide constant defensive uh, energy and practices and stuff to mm-hmm. to make sure that uh, our guards can't slack off on defense at all or often. So uh, I'm also wondering, between those young guys, uh, McBride, Grimes, uh, Obi, and RJ, who you think is going to make the biggest defensive leap? You said RJ, but outside of them, we have Kevin Knox, who you guys also just mentioned. Yeah. And if he's not going to get on the court for defense, like I, I guess he, he said he has some flashes. We know he can do some things with the ball, but if he's not going to be six nine on defense, then why not just you know replace him with Frank? Because if we know anything about Frank, whether or not he makes the corner three or turns the ball over, he's going to play some defense. So yeah. can we not just switch well, him out? I would I would be more comfortable with I, him playing. I think the thing is is that you know with Kev they they they're looking for his offense first and foremost, and I also feel like with Kev the relationship is there. They don't have that relationship with Frank that they have with Kev. You know, nobody from this regime drafted Frank. They weren't here when Frank got drafted. At least with Kev, you know, Perry was here. And then, you know, the Kentucky connection, they have that. So I think maybe Kev will get a little bit more leeway uh, than, than what Frank would give you. And then as far as, you know, from the defense, I think RJ naturally out of RJ McBride and Grimes, I think it'd be RJ just because he's going to get the minutes. You know, I think, Kemba's, Kemba's role, the guards at the point of attack, they're going to be very important. But I think when you factor in our bigs, that's where what's going to set us apart from other teams is that our bigs will be able to kind of shield the weaknesses of our guards, especially Mitch, especially Mitch. Yeah. When you talk about the way that Mitch is able to defend on the perimeter, a deterrent shots, slowing down pick-and-roll offenses, providing rim protection. I think that'll provide us a little bit cover, a little bit of cover um, from our guards. And there, you know, especially Kemba, you know, and, and his defensive weaknesses, Fournier a little bit here and there as well. I think Mitch's presence in the lineup is going to be vital. I feel like Fournier's an underrated yeah, that, defender. So I think Fournier has good defense. Yeah. You know, I think that we're going to be surprised by Fournier's defense. I hope so. I, I definitely hope so. Um, and, you know, the thing is, is that we, we no, no one knew this team was going to be able to play defense the way they, they did last year, with the, even with the pieces that they had. So even though you may think that they would take a step back, um, given that they lost Bullock and Peyton, maybe not. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. You know, we'll have to see what happens there. J.D., go ahead and, and, and jump in. No, yeah, and there were moments last season, you know, uh, Mitch got hurt. And, you know, we thought there was going to be a slip. Right. And, you know, Thibodeau found a way to maintain that defensive intensity. Um, And I think also, yeah, you know, signing Fournier and Kemba, as opposed to losing Peyton and Bullock defensively, yeah, you sort of take a hit defensively. But I think it also speaks to 
Tibbs' confidence in, in his format in terms of needing to have 48 minutes of rim protection between Noel and Mitch and him believing that his system, you know, can sort of hide some of the deficiencies in the perimeter. And as you mentioned, having that rim protection uh, will help alleviate some of that. And then hopefully RJ takes that step because, you know, last season with Peyton being 6'4 and Bullock, you know, Tibbs was able to kind of, you know, manage matchups in terms of, okay, I'm going to put Peyton on this guard right. and Bullock on this wing or this guard. Whereas when you look at really the starting lineup or projected starting lineup, it looks to me that Kemba's going to have to guard that point guard. And Fournier is going to have to, you know, guard one of these right. twos or whatever. So, like, RJ is the guy that's going to be left on an island with, you know, some of these top players. Tibbs doesn't have those kind of, you know, creative weapons this year, but he will have the rim protection um, to kind of help out. So, you know, um, I think Fournier gives you a lot of effort. You know, he's averaged a full steal over the last few seasons. And I know people may look at it like, oh, that's a steal, but a steal is a good indicator of effort. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that he's a great defender because the steal category doesn't indicate that, but it does, you know, indicate effort. And mm-hmm. so he'll give you that. And I'm just hoping that, you know, with them being motivated and, and you know, the spotlight, the whole New York thing, and then Thibodeau demanding that, you know, a lot of coaches demand that, but somehow CP, Thibodeau demands it and gets it, you know, and he actually gets you to play some of it. You know, it doesn't make doesn't mean that, you know, Kemba's going to be an elite defender or, or Fournier is going to be an elite defender. But I think at the very least, he'll have them paying attention. He'll have them try to stay, you know, stick to their assignments. True indeed. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, the call in number for those of you asking 657-383-1509. CPJD and Puma Black in Cruise Finest in the building. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We're going to take a couple more calls and then wrap up. Let's go to uh, Jersey. Val, what's going on? Earlier, you guys um, proved some points, and I Mm -hmm. wanted to just touch on them about RJ. Mm -hmm. See, RJ would be able to take that leap like Jabarant and Luka, but the difference with those guys and RJ, those guys dominate the ball on their team. Mm -hmm. RJ, we don't even know if he's the second or third option on this team. And I feel like I'm going to say this is going to be controversial, Mm -hmm. but I feel like everything we get from Randall, we can get from RJ. And RJ can actually play off the ball. RJ can rebound like Randall. RJ's left-handed like Randall. He's two inches shorter. It's essentially a weird kind of same player. So if we prioritize RJ the way those John Morant, Luka, and Zion teams did, I do think RJ can be a 24-8-7 and and type of guy. And I just want to hear your opinion about it. I love what you're doing with the show. And the Evan Fournier interview was amazing. Thanks a lot. That, thanks a lot, Val. Um, I I think, you know, when you're comparing RJ to Julius, I, I think you're, um, you, you're selling Julius a little bit short in terms of his shot creation that, it, that he had this past season. He, he was on an offensive bag that it was, he was an all-star because of it you know what i'm saying and and i think rj needs to work on that part of his game right now rj's strengths are on a catch and shoot three and you know bully ball into the basket and and getting those those rim attempts his in-between game his intermediate game is just not there and that's where julius randall was top notch for the knicks because his shot creation um off the pull-ups 
off the dribble um, was there. I think I'm trying to, do I have this number here? Hold on. Um, Pull-up jump shots, RJ was uh, effective field goal percentage 34% on 2.7 attempts. I don't think I have Randall's in front of me. But conversely, you brought in Fournier, who has a 53.4% effective field goal percentage on five attempts. Kemba, 47% on eight attempts. Derrick Rose, 50% on five attempts. Alec Burks, 53.5% attempts, percent on four attempts. Um, I, you know, RJ, that's, that's the part of his game that he's working on. Admittedly so. This is what Drew Hanlon said that they're working on. I don't have Julius's number, but just, just from the eye test, Julius just was just way better offensively, and that's not a knock on Arthur. It's just that's just the reality. That's just the reality, fellas. I, I yeah, I like I understood what he was trying to say, but same time it's like nah, Julius Randle he he put in that work. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, like you said, shot creating. You know what yeah. I mean? RJ, we're hoping year three. Come on now. Year three, RJ. This is what we need to see, man. More shot creation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A little bit more aggressive to the basket. Converting and finishing. Converting at the and finishing. Oh right, my right, God, right. I hate missed layups. If there's one thing I hate on the play there, it's missed layups. And RJ had one too many for me. And and that that's gonna be one of the interesting training camp and I guess well, I mean, even if it's training is a training camp storyline or headline, we I guess you won't actually know till the first few games is you know, how do they, how does this coach and the coaching staff look at RJ for year three? How, you know, with Kemba coming in, what is, you know, this is, Tibbs has a lot of weapons now, you can say, right? Where these players need touches, Fournier, Kemba, you know, Randall, you have a lot of scoring options here. How does Tibbs use, you know, the new additions and then also, paying attention to RJ's development, give him that opportunity. I want to just see how involved yes. uh, RJ is into the system in year three, uh, but also with these new acquisitions around him. So, and, like, also, this- and also there's one thing we, we, we haven't said, but we got to have to say it. We need Julius Randle to trust everybody too. Because if Julius Randle is not trusting them, he's not going to pass them the ball, yeah. and then that's all hell's breaking loose. Then you know what I'm saying? He becomes the black hole. So yeah. he has to start trusting everybody. You know what I'm saying? The, you know, it took him a little while to trust RJ. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so now mm-hmm. it's like, all right, can you trust Kemba? Can you trust Evan? Will you pass them the ball? Yeah. That's the other thing. Sure. You know, true. You, Julius, year one with RJ, there was there was nothing there. Year two, the chemistry there was, nothing was, was there. on point. Nothing yeah. there. You, you saw many moments where he would look at him yep. and literally just like, forget it. Go, go to Peyton. <laughs> go to Peyton and, of all and, people. And, 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 and that's why, you know, and that's why I was saying, CP, with the expectations. There's expectations with the fan base. But also remember, when the season starts, you know, everybody's, all the fans, their mindset is going to switch. And at the end of the day, you know, a lot of us fans remember this playoff series, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of the way that they finish some of these lopsided games, yeah. some of the criticisms of Thibodeau with terms of adjustments and all that stuff. Now he has a little bit more offensive weapons, so he's going to be looked at, you know, early on to see how he implements everyone and how this team gels, who's going to be option one, who's going to be option two. You know, this is going to be an interesting job this year for Tom Thibodeau. And I tell you one thing, if he... He's in a running again for coach of the year, then 
I mean, what can you say? So it's going to, yeah. this Knicks team has a lot of storylines. It's a very interesting team. And, you know, I, I can't wait to see how it unfolds. True story. All right, let's go. Um, Got a couple of super chats came in. Angelo Carlos sends a super chat. He says, salute to the crew. Salute to everyone in the chat. Excited for this season's post games, just as much as the games themselves. My guy, Angelo, checking in from Las Vegas. He was out in some league holding it down. Hoodies Vintage. Puma, I think you know Hoodies Vintage. He's always at the Garden. Uh, decked yes, out. Decked out in, in the latest latest and greatest. Or, or sometimes the vintage, you know, vintage uh, Knicks gear. Always fresh. He says, super excited about the season in depth. I am hopeful that Tibbs doesn't burn the vets out and thinks long term. Side question, will minutes be an issue? Um... I don't think minutes will be an issue. I, I think you have your, your, your set core. You replaced uh, Peyton and Bullock with Kemba and Fournier. And the rest stays the same. I think the rest stays the same. But what about, like, Alex Burks in them fourth quarters, man? In. Well, well, who yeah, finishes, like, you know what who like, finishes I, will, could, be, could be in question. Yeah, right? like, them, them fourth quarters are going to be different, man, because... You know, Alex Burks was definitely coming he was through on for the many games for us yeah. in them fourth quarters, yeah. man, before he went down. So, I like, I'm expecting Alex Burks to be in the fourth quarter. Like, he's going to be on the court. So, that's RJ going, correct? <laughs> I don't, I don't, but, but you see you see how Puma says that? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, there's going to be so many storylines. That's another 100%, 100%, one. What is the finishing bro. lineup? You what is the Kimber finishing here lineup? here now. Rose is his guy. Rose. So who who finishes? Rose. Kimba, Rose. Kimba, Mr. Fourth Rose, Quarter. Like... Fournier. You know, I, I what Tim showed you last year was that again, like JD said, there was times when he didn't trust RJ shooting. And he went with Burke's Bullock IQ. You know, he went with those guys because he wanted more shooting, right? And what they asked him in the in, in the uh, in the post game press conference, they're like, "Tibbs, what happened to RJ?" And he would say stuff like, "Well, we were searching, we were searching, we were searching." In other words, we, we were looking for for more consistent shooting at that time. So who closes? You know, how do you factor in IQ? Derrick Rose, Kemba, Fournier, RJ, Burks. You got six guys right there <laughs> that could it's a legitimately it's a vie to be out there with Julius, Mitch, and, and you know you could you could mix it around. So it's gonna be very interesting, man. It's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, to see yeah where he goes you in. mentioned six guys that can score, but six guys that are known in certain points of their careers to have hit clutch shots. So they That's all it. have that ability as well. It's yeah. just not only scoring options. It's players that can produce in the fourth quarter. So, yeah. you know, I don't know if he does it based on combinations or he may just do it based on how the game is going. Yeah, I, I, I agree, man. Um, let me get to some more Super Chats, and then Davis hit me up on the uh, on Google. So let me see what Davis saying. Ari's into Super Chat, says, We agree, no more Frank talk. Please stop with Frank. That wasn't me, man. That, that was a caller that brought it up, man. So I'm just, you know. Just get for, rid just of him like Bill Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Let it all go away. That's a fact. Uh, Dave, what are you saying here? OG Dan on the phones. Okay, let me get to OG Dan. Puma, how you doing on time, man? We, we got about maybe like 10 uh, more minutes. I got about five more minutes. Okay, all right, no doubt. All right, so let's yeah. go to um, OG Dan from Long Island. Dan, how you feeling, man? Yo, what's good? What, what's going on, fellas? How you doing, bro? Uh, enjoying the show tonight. Yes, sir. Yo, look, man, Sunday night Knicks in August, man. Ain't Sunday no night Knicks that, in August, look. Dan. We got a 1,000 people in here. Let's go. Just getting bigger and bigger. Real, real quick, two mm-hmm. things. First of all, listen, CP, I, I know I joke around about him. I know you have a good professional issue with him. But I feel bad for Max Kellerman if what they're saying is true. You know, yeah. unless he's moving on to something better. You know, you don't want nothing bad in nobody's career. I mean, I know I joke around with him on his 
Nick's hate or whatever, but I don't know if he's listening or his producers listen to your show, but whatever. I, I wish him good luck or whatever, whatever happens to him. And then the other thing I had for you fellas is this. You know, you talk about the schedule or whatever. Um, can, the, can, those, can the networks flex out of those games? I see they have a lot of national games this year, right? Yeah. So can the networks flex out of those games if the Knicks aren't doing well, or are they, or do the Knicks have to be on those nationally televised games? I mean, obviously Christmas Day they have to be, but the reason I ask that is because, um, you know, I, I was disappointed with the national coverage. Whenever they had a national game, particularly late in the year, even Doris Burke, they didn't know the team very well. You you would yeah. hope though, with more national games, the national media will know our team better they don't do their because homework, it's very man. difficult to listen when they when 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 I know the team better than they do. It's tough to listen to the game. So it's true. Anyway, um, I want to know what you guys thought about that. I think I think the flex is certainly possible. I think there has been situations, maybe even last year, or the year before that, JD, right, where 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 we got flexed out of a, a national TV game. Um, and then you also have the 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 possibility that MSG could also be simulcast in the game as well. We don't know, yeah, especially if, like NBA TV games. I'm, right. I'm definitely hoping my man Walt Clyde yeah, is on NBA TV, live yeah. and direct. Yeah. So, so I, I know that ESPN has more of the ability. I think TNT it is what it is, and I know that early on, no matter how the team is early on part of the season, they they go through it. So is the second half, latter end. I know ESPN has that ability to switch up the game. Um, they usually don't unless it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like the team is really bad and then you yeah. have a really good matchup that's slated that time. Right. Unless it's like something like that, they usually stick through it. And as long as we got our man Mike Green still in the mix, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he's doing our ESPN, ABC games, we should be good as long as we got Mike Green still out there on the national stage, you yeah. know? That, that that's a fact man that is a fact um yeah puma man listen man definitely appreciate you coming on nah i appreciate you guys having me shout out to the whole yeah. nick nation nick fans tv big shout out to my girls nick's omni fans i gotta yeah, make yeah. sure shout i shout out to, them out. Shout out to sure. my girls man those are my homies you know man and just shout out to everybody this is gonna be a good season yeah man god damn it jd you sold me <laughs> 51. You sold me. You sold me, JD. I'm with you. Uh, Let's get it. Puma, let let the people in the chat know where they can find you and and what you're working on, man. Let let them know Uh, about uh, Puma213. Puma213 on all social media platforms, Instagram, all that. Uh, Black Ink Crew is coming back in October ish. Season 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, season 9B. 9 ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? That's possible. Um, shout out to my people out in Georgia, Chase Village. Chase they got Village. working on an art village out there. Uh, art to Ink Studios in Harlem, 135th and 7th. And all the Black Inks all across America. You know what I'm saying? We're everywhere. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to the whole family, the whole team. Absolutely, and, you know, man. Nick Nation, we here. You we, know what I mean? We always, here, man. Always. We here. We, we know what? We, we talk Nick's on this show. Next episode, we got to talk boss talk, man, because you're doing a lot of big things in the community on the entrepreneurship yeah. wave, and we definitely have to have a whole show Thank you. dedicated to that, man. I appreciate that, man. So, I appreciate so that, man. You know what I mean? Trying to make it happen for the youth, then. You know what I'm talking about? Of course. Of course. <laughs> you don't know, man. And appreciate the time as usual, bro. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you, JD. Love, JD. CP, you already know, man. Appreciate you, man. TV. Love, we are love. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Puma for Black and Crucial. To everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We are here discussing the schedule and uh, some Knicks offseason talk as well, man. CP, JD in the building here. Um, wrapping up fairly soon. We're going to get to our winner of the RJ40K giveaway so make sure you guys stay tuned for that we got a couple more calls we're gonna take let me just rearrange um the screens here 
and we will get to the program. Um, JD, man, you know, not even basketball related, but did, did you even catch the Giants and Browns today, bro? Yeah, I saw I saw some of it. Um, yeah. you know, uh they, you know, back up offensive line, play decently the starters didn't play. So I'm pretty I, yeah, sure that's something you know, that you're interested in. Yeah, it's like they, they switched the rules up now. Uh which I look, I'm all for player safety, don't get me wrong, but it's like I haven't really been able to really get into the season because it's like what I'm used to with the preseason games is, okay, first game, the starters go first series. Then you get to see, you know, your draft picks. Then the next yep. in line, then the next in line. So you get to see, like, okay, who has an outside shot? Who's, who's you know, going to have some direct playing time? But now it's like they just mix in everybody on the second and third string. So it's kind of hard to see, like, who's who, who's going to get a le- legit shot to make it if you haven't been going through college football, you know, and the draft all the way through. It's kind of difficult. Yeah. And I think a lot of it also is this is the first year that the NFL is going to a 17-game schedule. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, coaches in these preseason, they're kind of mixing their game plans um, and, and you know, looking at how that plays. Because, you know, player safety continues to be a yeah. big emphasis. And, you know, there's speculation now, CP, that it is inevitable that the league will go into an 18-game preseason bro. game season and if that happens what's going to happen is the preseason will be just you know for player evaluations and yeah. i just foresee a future where starters won't play preseason games At and we'll all. just have to wait to see for the season now as far as the giants it's looking like their next game against the patriots will be the quote-unquote dress rehearsal mm-hmm. and the starters are expected to play at least a quarter or a half so yeah and and now you know in certain terms of relating it to the knicks you know, this this period right now is, you know, kind of like that little dry spot. So once the NFL season starts, it kind of helps me cope with the waiting game for yeah. the Knicks. So I can't wait for the NFL season because then, you know, more sports is back. We got NFL and then we got Knicks thereafter. 100 percent, man. 100 percent. So definitely looking forward to it uh, because my guy Danny Dimes needs work. I'm not giving him the Danny Dimes nickname. Forget that. He needs work. But but that well, back to basketball. That's what I'm saying, JD. That's what I'm, I'm looking every game. Like, all right, let me see what he's doing. And I don't even get a chance to see him. Like, is, is he Aaron Rodgers or something? He needs to be out there with, with, with all these guys working for a spot, man. We need to know, is the franchise here or is he just like a game manager type of guy? What is his situation? I don't know. Where we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Find man. out. You seen Kyle Letta out there with the Get Remember Kyle Loletta, yeah. Davis Webb, oh man, Davis bro, Webb, down, like all man. these guys somehow we're gonna be, you know, uh, we're gonna be these these Russell Wilson because yeah. now everybody wants to get the next Brady, the next Russell Wilson, the next quarterback that's in the middle round. Kyle Loletta, bro, can't make oh, it up, man. can't make it up. And, and the, the Giants got a the Chicago Bears first round pick next yeah. year, so yeah. for those that don't believe in Danny Dimes, Chicago Bears have a bad season. And if the Giants don't, then you have an opportunity in next year's draft to, you know, possibly get your next franchise quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. And and so the Bears are there, you know, wavering between between Dalton and Fields. And I'm just like, you know, just make a decision, man. I just need to see you guys go down the tubes and give us that first round pick. You know what I'm saying? It's Ryan, gonna be exciting in New York. All yeah, all yeah. of New York. All all of New York. CP. I mean, you and I are Giants fans. Yeah. But the Jets. They got a quarterback, and he's played well. I heard, uh, he I heard Wilson's looking all right. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about Jets, you talk about Giants, you talk about Rangers, you talk about Knicks. 
New York is going to be on fire this year. Yeah. 100%, man. I, I got my fantasy football draft on the 7th. And that's another thing, too, why I'm like, I got to get into the preseason right now because I'm just not knowing who's who out there because the starters just aren't playing, you know? Like, where do you draft Saquon in this draft when he's not coming back until week three? You, you know what I'm saying? I, so a lot of times I don't even pick Giants in, in, in fantasy football, bro, because the, the offense is just – and no, you know yeah. what? Slayton. I had Slayton last year. And he was okay. He was okay. Wasn't great, but he had some moments. But that's the thing with the Giants' offense. You just don't know. You just don't. Know. I'm not. I'm not picking Danny Dimes or any fantasy stuff, just yeah. because I just think that with their offensive line, they're just going to manage his plays, and he might be a game manager. He might be a very good one. Yeah. But I don't think. I don't expect huge stats from him this year. Yeah. All right, back back to uh back to basketball. A couple more calls before we wrap up. We're gonna go to um we're gonna go to Marcus Zay, and then we're gonna wrap with Jay Boogie that closes in the building. All right, so Marcus, you up first. What's going on, bro? Yo, everybody, what's going on? How y'all doing, man? How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. Just can't wait to see this start. Yo, 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 hold on, Marcus. You, you gotta fix your phone, man. You gotta fix your phone. I'm not sure what's what's going on. Hello, you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, loud and clear, man. Loud and clear. All right, yeah. Just hoping that Kimba stay healthy, man. Just can't wait for the season, man. But here's the thing. Like, I think they should have looked into also add some more shooters, like guys like bring back Doug McDermott. You know, bring back another guy. You should bring back Kylo Quinn. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, you got you got Fournier. You know, if any, if I'm going between Fournier and Doug McDermott, I'm going with Fournier, and we're good on that. And and Kylo Quinn's not helping us, bro. He's he's not helping anybody in the NBA. He's not in the NBA right now. So, um, I think we're good with with what we have. We have a, a solid enough front court depth. We got we got Obi. We got Noel. We got Sims. We got Taj. You know, Kylo Quinn wasn't wasn't going to be an X factor for us. And then, you know, we, we got I think we, we increased our, our shooting. We we got Fournier here. We got Burks back. We have two rookies who can shoot the three ball. Well, you know, I, I think we did fairly well in the shooting department. Let's just see what happens again. RJ year three. Will he can be consistent there? Will Julius be consistent there? If so, I think we'll we will have helped ourselves in that department, you know. And, and, and I mean, Doug McDermott, Doug McDermott signed for 42 million. Yeah. I mean, once you get to that 40 range, I'm just, yeah. give me Fournier who can, who can create, a, you know, can create and do other things on the floor. Right. Right. I mean, listen, McBuck has had his chance here, man. And, and, and he didn't do it for me, man. So I'm, I was against any type of Doug McDermott acquisition here in free agency. Well, good luck to him. Usually those things don't usually those things don't even don't play out yeah. either. Like Second the whole returning to the nah, team. Nah. It's only it's played out for Rose. He's yeah. been he's he's been the only one. That's it, um, man. And and you can make the case he had a little excuse the first go around because he was, you know, coming back from those injuries and then, you know, everything that was going on with the coach and the team and all that stuff. So yeah. Other than that, nah. Give me Mar- Fournier. Marcus from Queens, so he might know Kylo Quinn. Because I'm wondering, I'm like, Kylo Ooh. Quinn, he's from Queens. Kylo Quinn is from Queens. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. think there might have been an agenda there. I'm just guessing. I'm, you know, I don't know you well, Marcus. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe your Quinn called him. Yeah, maybe your Quinn called call him. Call Fan TV. He's in Turkey right now. Maybe he called him like, yo, throw my hat in the building. You know, Knicks Fan TV, they might have some influence, you know. He, 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 uh, no, not Kylo Quinn, man. Not Kylo Quinn. All right, um, Zay from Maryland. Zay, what's going on, bro? 
What's going on, guys? Hey, what's how good? Doing? Chilling, chilling. How you feeling, bro? Good, man. That was a good laugh. He said Kylo Quinn and yeah. Doug McDermott. I think that might be his cousin, man. I, mean, I think. Well, I think he's he's thinking, you know, KO and Doug McDermott, they had a little chemistry when they when they were here. A little, a little chemistry. Yeah, well, I'm thinking he's, miss, he's missing those little backdoor passes. He's missing the passes. back doors. But we, Marcus has to understand, we've yeah. upped our standards now. You know, those are the old <laughs> Knicks. Those are the lottery Knicks. You know what I'm saying? This is playoff basketball time. The tomatoes started that's flying. That's kind of what I wanted to say. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind, of, <laughs> that's kind of what I wanted to touch on, though, man. Like, look how far we've come, man. Yeah. Not too long ago, we were hyping up Doug McDermott and, and Kyle Quinn, and, and, you know, our team looked a lot better talent-wise. Like, yeah. This is the first time, 1 through 15, like, we really don't know where the, where the time is going to go. We don't know who's going to get what minutes. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's a good problem to have. Um, what that tells me is there's more to come. <laughs> I feel like that's why – you know, there's. I think there's more to uh, Julius Randle taking the contract that he took. Um, he must know something more than anyone else on the team if he took such a cheap contract uh, uh, about what's going to happen down the line. Uh, but ultimately, I think my biggest thing is for next season, RJ is the deciding factor. I think <clears throat> Tibbs is going to try to mold RJ pretty much into Jimmy Butler 2.0. <clears throat> And he's going to pretty much primarily be defense. And RJ could also go back to just playing his old style, just kind of running the floor, just playing his, his, his own game instead of being on the corner shooting threes. We've got enough shooters now. Now RJ can kind of facilitate more if that. But our biggest outlier is RJ turning to Jimmy Butler 2.0, or not like not necessarily 2.0, but kind of getting into that defense-first mindset. Yeah. And then also – Julius has to. I don't care what happens. He has to pass first, um, mm-hmm. regardless of what. He can get his buckets later, but pass first. Let let the rest of the team eat, and then he will do a lot better with his numbers. His numbers will continue to grow. If anything other than that, he's gonna plateau, and people are gonna be ready to get him out the door. So I, <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. But as far as the schedule, we good. I'm I'm, I'm calling fifty games. Fifty games for Zay. Okay, appreciate the call, Zay. All right, so so Zay's optimistic. CP, I think you're I think you're the lowest guy tonight. <laughs> the Listen, win man. total. <laughs> I'm, I'm I said forty seven. I'm in, I'm in the I'm in I the know. neighborhood, bro. I'm in the hood. I'm I'm there. I, no, yeah, you you definitely in the neighborhood, but that just speaks to man the you know, expectations, expectations are expectations. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm you looking know. at the chat. I'm shedding a tear as you know. I I I'm looking at all these names of. You know, the caller was talking about how far we've come, and I'm looking at some of these names the chat is throwing out. Oh, yeah, they're throwing it back. Players. Yeah, they're bringing everybody Man. back to barbecue. I'm seeing Greg mm-hmm. Butler, Gerard, Gerard Mustaf, <laughs> Marty Collins, Marty Ron Collins, Baker. big Marty Collins, man. Rob Baker, the shop. Norris. Oh, man. He oh, said, bring man. back Sean Williams. Salute <laughs> to um, Cardi151. In the chat says, Peace KFTV, what's going on with Bacon? Is he in or is he out? Been here from the beginning, and I'm loving the come up hashtag we finally hear. Yeah, so I, I said uh, earlier on the show that Dwayne Bacon, uh, he's on a non-guaranteed deal. So it's just a training camp deal. Will he make the team? I mean, stranger things have happened, but you got to figure that they would have to make a move to accommodate him. Um, I don't have the depth chart in front of me, JD. I don't know if you have it handy right now to see who we have. Uh, on the roster right now, but I see, I think we were pretty full. 
I, th- I think we're. I mean, cool. yeah. According to Yasmin, we have we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Remember, eight. remember, Sims is on the two way, so don't don't count him in the in the uh, fifteen in the fifteen man. Sims is like he'll he'll he's like sixteen, seventeen technically. So and, and how how about Luca? Luca's on. Luca Luca's on. So he's part of the All fifteen. Right, so you, you got Kemba, yeah. Luca, Obi. That's three. Mm-hmm. Rose, Mitch, five. Mm-hmm. Randall quickly. Seven, uh, Nerlens Noel eight, mm-hmm. McBride nine, Knox ten, Grimes mm-hmm. eleven, Taj twelve, mm-hmm. Fournier thirteen, Burks fourteen, Barrett fifteen. Fifteen. So that's fifteen without adding. That's fifteen 15. already, right? Yeah. And then I said, uh, Sims already has one spot of the ex of the extended roster. Sims is on the two way. Mm-hmm. You figure maybe uh, the uh, the other Sims gets a two way maybe. I figure Aaron Sims, say Sims or Walker get the other two way maybe, right? Yeah. And then you you already counted Vildoza in that fifteen. Yep. Right. So Bacon is on the training camp roster, so he's eighteen. Rokas didn't sign a deal. He's stashed in Spain. They have his draft rights. Yep. So then, if that's the case, then we have two more training camp spots open. <laughs> right. Unless unless you factor yep. in MJ Walker, who's nineteen. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I counted fifteen without adding both Sims, and without adding Sims, um, Bacon, so. Sims, Bacon, Walker. That's nineteen. So you have twenty. They have they 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 have one more spot that they could offer up on a vet minimum deal, uh, for a training camp roster. But it's set. The roster's set. Yeah. So in other words, <laughs> for Bacon for Bacon to make the team, they either got to get rid of Knox. Or get rid of Knox. And not get rid of Vildoza. I don't think they're going to get rid of Vildoza based on the money that they paid him to come here. Nope. And you would have thought they would have gotten rid of him by now. Yeah, I don't think there they're going to do were, that. There, were, there was plenty of opportunity to do that with some of these signings to create cap space. Yeah. And there was opportunity to do that. You know, the guy got hurt and they still keeping him after summer league. He's still on the team. We talked about the money they spent with the fee to get him. I think they're going to give him a le- legitimate shot to at least stick on the roster here in preseason. Yeah. Yeah, so that is that the roster. I mean, the main roster is pretty much set. I think it's pretty much set. So I don't. I don't think Bacon will end up making it. But again, stranger things have happened. Knock on wood. You hope everything stays healthy. But you know, uh, I think just like uh, just like Gilchrist, you know, you sign these players because you like the player, right? Mm-hmm. There's something that you saw that you like. So you sign them now, and what you do is, you know, it gives you an opportunity if something right. catastrophic, catastrophic happens, happens, somebody gets hurt. You know, one of your wing players gets hurt. You already have somebody to kind of slide in there. Um, other than that, no. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. All right, JD. So we're gonna close with the closer. We're gonna give away the ball, the RJ basketball. We hit one thousand people in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We only got five hundred thirty-one likes. Let's get up to a thousand before the show's over. CPJD here. We just had Puma from Black Ink Crew in the building. We had a special guest. We were breaking down the schedule, talking off-season talk. Great show. Let's close it out. Jay Boogie, what's happening, bro? Salute, salute, salute. Three yep. capital S's. First thing, first why going any further. Can y'all hear me clear? Loud and clear, man. Always loud and clear. What's good, bro? Okay, I'm, you know, I decided you know, call in on the house phone, you know what I'm saying, because I'm okay. watching out for my sister on the other phone. Get ready, I'm getting ready to ride up top and take care of my sister and lay her to rest Tuesday. So I'm on my way. I'll be giving you a call tomorrow. No problem. But shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Love and appreciate every effort, every thought, every every ear, every finger that type. 
everything about y'all, man. Y'all are the ones that make up the podcasters, that make up the Knicks fans, and make up the rosters and everything. It's everybody that's in the chat, man. We love and appreciate you all. You know what I'm saying? Go left real quick. If you fantasy, you got a good looking book of the day. You know you so you yeah. can draft Barkley somewhere between three and five because you should be handcuffing Barkley. Yeah. Now you know you got a handcuff. That's the with thing Booker. with me, Jay Boogie, that man. Out. That's the thing with me in fantasy. I'm never good at handcuffing uh uh the backups with the starters, man. I never get a chance to do that in fantasy, man. That's been my one weakness in fantasy football. My one weakness. I Don't always, worry about it. Yeah. I'm a phone call away. I am a fantasy <laughs> monster. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yo, yo, when, when is your draft, know. bro? I, I forgot. When is your draft, oh, man? Don't let me miss that, bro. Please. Oh, that's already gone. Everybody <laughs> don't fill that up. It's over with. It's, it's gone. <laughs> yo, Jay, bro, you my fault, with. man. You, you should have reminded me, bro. My fault, man. My fault, man. Man, don't even, it, don't even worry about it, man. But what I want to say real quick, Yeah. it's almost time. And when I say it's almost time, all that off work you putting in, you trying to get your game up, work on this, work on that, you know what I'm saying, develop your game, it's almost time to show and prove that. It's almost time for you to get in the camp and show that off, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because really right here what we got, we got guys that's trying to take people's jobs and we got guys that's trying to keep their jobs. I love the competition that Leon Rose has put inside our business. That's the thing we got, man. Y'all talking about you want to know we got 15, 16, 17. When was the last time we could say we had an 18, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Half a 36, you know what I'm saying? Half a 72. Those are numbers that, you know what I'm saying, that accumulate and look good for what we got going on. I love the competition. Get in the gym. Get ready. Yeah, shirts and skins. You ain't got no jersey yet, but <laughs> you in skins. Take somebody's jersey you want to get on the court. And if you got a jersey, you're trying to make sure somebody – that's in skin. 60 seconds. We are completely deep. You know what I'm saying? You got you got Derrick Rose pushing Kimball. You got McBride pushing all three of them. You got you got RJ. You got Burks. You got Evan. You got um, we got all those scenarios around the two and the three. You know what I'm saying? We are so deep. And then you got Obi. He pushing. You got the centers. We pushing. You know what I'm saying? And the coaching staff, they pushing them. So I love the situation we in, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait for the camp to start. And yeah, they gave us our respect. Gave us some games. You know what I'm saying? How we supposed to be rightfully on TV? You shouldn't have never took Christmas away from us. I don't care how bad how bad we was playing. <laughs> Ain't no Christmas better than New York. City. City Christmas, the oh, ice capades, the snowballs, you know what I'm saying, the, the fashion. You see the old ladies wearing the pea coats and hats and stuff. <laughs> Ain't no city better than New York. So we back on Christmas Day, man. Ten seconds. It, man. But shout out to everybody, you know what I'm saying, keep doing what you're doing, man. It's a beautiful day, a Sunday, a blessed day. Should have been family day. And don't be mad, oh, man, I got to go to work Monday. Be happy you got a job to get up and wake up and go to it's tomorrow, true. you know it's what I'm saying. So salute, 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 three capital S's. I love y'all man keep doing what you're doing protect yourself that thing is still out here and you know my routine you know what i'm saying fathers love your kids mothers love your kids husbands love your wives and wives love your husband that's family shout out to my man you know what i'm saying griselda that's my young boy you know what i'm saying right there he coming up he on the rise right there you know what i'm saying and you know of course i got the young lloyd banks you know what i'm saying and shout out to our old our, 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 our baby girl she's somewhere wondering woman flying in a hot jet and shout out to my man super dave man keep doing what you're salute. doing man salute salute and he's out of here. Throw a five in the chat mm. for Jay Boogie laying it down once again. Salute to Jay Boogie. Calling on the house phone, man. Sounding crystal clear, man. Sounding crystal clear. <laughs> Let's go. Shout out to Ash. Ash is on our grind. She's on our Sports Illustrated grind. 
But she just Thanks. hit me up tonight. She's ready to go for the season. Ready to go for the preseason. Hopefully these Knicks are ready to go, man. These these Knicks are definitely ready to go. Um, great show tonight, JD. Let's let's give away the ball. Salute to the people. If you guys haven't already, man, as Jay Boogie said, make sure you go out and catch that Evan Fournier interview. The first interview, JD. The first one. Where did he go? He didn't go to the papers. He didn't go to ESPN. He came to speak directly to the people. He's a man of the people. And you know you know what the, the, the best part was? Was that a lot of people got some insight into who he was, who he is as a player, how he approaches the game. You know, we, we gave him that. We gave him that. And that was big, man. I appreciate him for doing that. Definitely appreciate him for giving the time. Appreciate the fans for, for you know, recommending uh, uh, Knicks Fan TV for Fournier. But, you know, to get that interview first, that was big. That was definitely big for the platform. So everybody who participated in, in making that happen, uh, definitely want to shout you guys out, man. Because that was that was a major, major milestone for, uh, for Knicks Fan TV, 100%, 100%. Absolutely, man. It was a it was a huge, um, I, you know, I, I told you privately, it was a big uh, moment for, for the platform, for the brand, but also for the fans. You know, yeah. um, the fans helped, you know, get, you know, Knicks Fan TV to this point. Um, and, and I was happy that he was able to get the opportunity on Knicks Fan TV to connect with the fans. It was a live show, yeah. you know, so it wasn't a pre-recorded thing. It was a live show. And we were able to you know, get some insight into a lot of great questions that you ask, you know, in terms of what 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 is he looking to improve in his game? What is yeah, he looking to add? Right. You know, the whole even the number thing, you know, what was his process in choosing the number? You know, SNY's account reported that mm-hmm. um after, you know, he said it here on Knicks Fan TV. And even even the I thought it was actually pretty cool, even the moment where, he, you know, he was looking for his headphones and, you know, the audio thing. I thought it was pretty cool the yeah. way that, you know, you handled it, the way that he handled it. Those are like real moments that connect with the fans. Yeah. And I just I just love this insight. Um, And he seemed genuine. He seemed honest. True. And, you know, shout out. Shout out to you, CP, man. You, you provided this platform and and. I'm just happy that, you know, you were able to get that opportunity and it was well-deserved. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And like I said, man, um, you know, it's, it's the fans that, that brought it together. So as, as you know, expected, we gave the fans opportunity to talk to them themselves. And, and you you know, you're not getting that nowhere else, man. You're not getting that on ESPN. You're not getting that on, on these other stations. Not to knock them. They do their own thing. But that's, the, you know, this is a different age. This is a different time. And... Uh, we should be able to to put together a forum that's respectful and that's you know brings fans together that have knowledge and sense and, and that's all fans, man. We we are analytically right. driven, you know, and and we come to the table and and represent ourselves well, represent the fan base well. And for teams to to not take the opportunity to do that, you know, teams do it, but they do it for the for the for the people that pay money. They do it for the season ticket holders, right? And I think right. there should be an opportunity for everybody to connect with their players because it's not just money that you invest, you know, into a team, you invest in your time, your, your, your sweat equity, you know, your emotions, all of that. So I think, you know, everybody should get that opportunity to connect more with the team and buy more with the team. And if these teams are smarter, they, they continue to do so because it it only helps in in marketing and promoting the brand. 
Yo, and, and it wasn't no no regular interview. You coming to the Knicks yeah. interview. You coming yeah. on Knicks Man TV. Yeah. This chat, this chat could be a little bit tough That's on you fact. sometimes. That's so, a fact. You know, yeah. so uh, props to him. Well, man. Props to him for, uh, for doing that. And uh, the last thing I'll say is one of the interesting takeaways for me in terms of things he said was, um, I don't know if it was Papa Left. I think it was Papa Left mm-hmm. that asked him mm-hmm. about. Um, he wanted to know, you know, what do the players really think about, you know, this thing that people say in terms of the Knicks being a laughing stock and yeah. the Knicks not being an attractive destination and stuff. And him disagreeing, I thought was interesting in terms of, you know, kind of validating what we have always thought in terms of the national media. Yeah. They like to create these headlines. It's they a like Kellerman to create story. a narrative. <laughs> right. And then the players, you know, actually think so- something differently, you know, and I always say there's other personal factors that factor into New York. You yeah. have the taxes, you have the weather. This is a new generation and it's basketball. Yeah. Players want to be in positions to win. To win. In this Simple NBA, plain, technology and the media and endorsements, players can make money anywhere. Anywhere. Players want to be in situations where Facts. they're put in the best situations to succeed, to produce and to win. And that's why now the Knicks are in that conversation. Yeah. It's not only because of the New York market. It's because we actually are producing a product True. out there for everyone to see that is resulting in winning basketball. True. 100%. 100%. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. Definitely hit the nail on the head. Um, yeah, well said, man. Let, let's give away this basketball. Wrap up the night. So to everybody in the chat once again, let's, let's do the damn thing. So real quick, let me hit my... Uh, Contest music here. Okay. JD, did you sign up for the giveaway? You know what? To be honest, I did not because I don't want nobody to say that it's fixed. Ah, I got you. <laughs> Listen, you could have done, you know, so. done it. All good. Said definitely all good. Okay. All right. So we had over 5,000 entries, bro. Believe it or not. 5,000 thousand entries wow and who's gonna win it the winner is and i can't i can't show it like i usually show with the other giveaways because this has like people's email addresses so i gotta be uh cognizant of privacy and things like that so i can't i can't show it but there's no foot tricks here people there are no tricks the winner of the rj basketball now, this, this is going to be crazy because he only put one name. It's kind of like Prince. But I can't, I'm not going to put his email out there. We're just going to reach out to him separately. So, uh, his name is Michael. <laughs> Congrats to Michael. And if you think that's you, my apologies in advance. Because there's only one person who we're going to reach out to by this email that I can't give out. And, and he left his first name, Michael. You have a hundred Michaels here. Yeah, know. we probably got a thousand Michaels in here, man. So, you know what we're going to have to do for future giveaways? Uh, we're going to have to make the last name mandatory because this is this could be anybody. But Michael is the winner. He has an email address that we're going to reach out to. And he, he's going to have, you know, a couple days to claim it. If he doesn't claim it, we'll, we'll go to the next person. That's really the, as much information as I can get uh, because I can't give out the person's email address. So you already got a few Michaels in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apologies in advance. Uh Dave will we'll reach out to Mike. 
<laughs> and it had to be like the most common name in the history of mankind, right? right you know exactly. what I'm saying? It had to be the most common name in the history of mankind, but you know, that's the name that came out the hat. And I have an email. Hopefully here. it ain't Jordan trolling us. Yeah, hopefully it ain't Jordan. <laughs> hopefully it ain't Jordan. And yeah, that's that's the story, man. JD, go ahead and uh, sign out, man. Uh. Great show, great show, and and it's always fun to be a part of these moments. You know when we have these engagements with the fans tonight, giving away the RJ basketball. So you know, Knicks fan TV, every show continues to elevate and elevate. Yes, sir. And uh, thank thank you for having me. And on Twitter, if you guys would like to follow me, is JD Sports Talk NY, and on YouTube is JD Sports Talk. Pretty simple, and you know. Let's get ready for the next phase in the offseason. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. And uh, once again, switch everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Remember, the show is presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. Fellas, go out there and support the channel. Go get the Lawnmower 4.0 and their gift packages. Get 20% off plus free shipping with promo code NYX. Also, remember that the show is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major platforms. So if you miss it in video, you can always catch it in audio, including the Evan Fournier interview, Spike Lee, the Kemba Walker fan reactions. We did over 1 million views in the last month. 1 million views in the last month alone. There is no off-season on Knicks Fan TV. We keep it rocking. The fans are always into this. One million views alone in the last month. Uh, so, again, appreciate everybody for tuning in, for supporting, sending the Super Chats, donating, and building this channel up, man. We out of here. CPJD, out of here. Peace. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.